We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Little Legends Podcast is a Prediction Esports production. Support us by subscribing to the Prediction Esports Podcast channel on your favorite podcast provider. Hey guys, welcome back to the Little Legends Podcast. I am your host, The Blevins. Joining me as always is Boop. What's up, buddy? It's going good. We had a little bit of a, a musical transition into the show, so hopefully that <laughs> continues going. Or hopefully for the sake of the listeners, only your part continues going and <laughs> I don't ever do anything musically inclined ever again. <laughs> Just because I have a music degree doesn't mean I can sing. It, it has nothing um, to do with the fact that you have a music degree. Okay, it has something to do with that, but it has everything to do with the fact that I am the least musically inclined person of all time. There are uh, tone-deaf chimpanzees that are more musically inclined than I am. Chimpanzees. I don't know why I did that. Chimpanzees. All right, see, it's already happening. I'm loving it. The chimpanzees and Jumanjis. Oh, God, we really need to stop. Oh, God, I'm playing the video that I was going to talk about. Oh, my God, why is it playing? Okay, well, uh, that's Just a little, go ahead and start. It's a little spoiler. It's a little spoiler there, guys. Who is that guy talking on that video? Uh, we're in the episode, aren't we? Let's get yep. right to it. We've got a little bit of housekeeping here. Of course, guys, we are on the Prediction Network. Make sure you are checking us out on Spotify and iTunes there, P-R-W-D-I-C-T-I-O-N. Uh, or I found out today for sure, confirmed today, if you go to Spotify and just type in Team Fight Tactics, boom, Prediction does show up as well as our other feed. You know what? Just follow both. Sub sub to both. Let's sure. get let's I get agree. both. Keep, come 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 come. Uh, double double dip. We love it. Um, but you're not only getting our show there. You're also getting some 
other great shows. There's an esports in general show, esports business. There's a Dota 2 show, a Smash Bros show. There's all sorts of other great esports podcasts there. You're definitely going to want to check them out. The other piece of housekeeping we have here is that we have a brand new patron who hey. joined us over at patreon.com slash little legends podcast. That is Trestle, who is a relative newcomer, actually was at game night this week or was uh yeah was at game night uh was listening in and uh we had a lot of fun and uh i believe there was a moment where uh trestle was at a uh a truck stop uh taking a shower but had the stream on and just heard some uh as (laughs) some some crazy (laughs) things at game night (laughs) that probably made him scramble for his phone and turn it off to not be to not arouse suspicion oh no (laughs) yeah i i i think it's like it only happens when you're listening to that stuff in public you know what I mean? Like that that's the it's like we know is what I'm trying to say, right? Hey, well, anyone who's listening to us in the shower, especially in public, you got to be careful. Yeah. Um although I I will say that you're shooting pretty bad if you're trying to be if you're trying to uh tune into game night uh the stream and have something appropriate being said or played or referenced because that's unlikely to happen. <laughs> I, I I could fathom that there have been some things that have been said that might eventually come back to bite literally every participant in game night. <laughs> but we we're gonna we're gonna keep that as a safe space for now. Oh, it's a safe space, but it's uh it's it's lighthearted jabbing, I would say, and, and it's in jest. It's everything is in jest. Uh and speaking of Trestle, he's actually in the chat right now on the live show, which you can check out what at twitch.tv slash the Blevins. Uh but huge shout outs to him and uh him being a five dollar patron. And actually if he message if he says something in chat right now, we'll put it on the show. But uh guys, make sure you do check out patreon.com slash little legends podcast. Uh, to join the action and support the show, and actually, we did a little. We did a little something this week, Boop. Actually, at game night, I went out to my local GameStop and bought some uh, League of Legends Riot gift card, gift like physical cards here. And at game night last night, gave away two ten dollar gift cards. I. I'm trying to remember who won them. I think Jim Jim the Shovel and Eric Thomas ended up being the winner. But actually, for those listening to the show right now, and if you're a super sleuth in Discord, there's actually another giveaway going on right now in the giveaway channel in Discord. You just need to go in there, click the little party popper thing to be entered. It's going to be given away at the beginning of game night this Friday. It's this $25 one right here. So uh, we've taken some of uh the patron funds and uh in celebration for uh in celebration of us getting 10k downloads and uh as well as the success of the patreon we wanted to want to give some we wanted to give something back instead of instead of just taking from you and taking yep. up your ear space every week we wanted to yep. give a little bit back 
this is 90% of the Little Legends podcast budget, so we're really sacrificing here. And um, we just want you to know that we, we appreciate all of you. and We're willing to make these sacrifices for yes. this wonderful community. It's like, it's pretty crazy. We say this every single time, but the Discord keeps growing. Yes. The interactions aren't stopping. Right. Mm-hmm. With a lot of discords, they, they, they do really well. It's like a release of a game, right? They do mm-hmm. really well for like a week and a half and then die. Yeah. Right. There's so many dead discords out there. I mean, and my I'm personal discord is one of them. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, this one is probably one of the more active discords I have. And mm-hmm. that's just so cool. So if you want to be involved in the community t- of TFT, like our discord's a really, really great place to start. We've got some pros in there we got mm-hmm. you know winners of tournaments in there rowan's been a guest sphinx has won a fight night uh and we we're continuously building that community so it's not just for entertainment either it's for information as blev has some things in there about how to how to win in this current patch and we're working with heroes hearths on, on a couple things so mm-hmm. it is a really wonderful place to be and the best part about it is that everyone is cool there hasn't been like any drama really ever which is awesome and of course now that you've said that you're inviting it but uh (laughs) bring on your drama let's say it uh just kidding everyone's been cool uh game nights have been cool just jump in and uh if you are listening to the show and you're wondering how to get there discord.me slash little legends podcast you can join right in jump into the community just come in we play game nights we had a nice full game night last week uh uh some new faces too and it was really great um so definitely come jump around there okay enough housekeeping let's talk Mm -hmm. about our week in tft boop any fun exciting or interesting games for you um yeah i had a literally the game that i was playing before i came on here nobody was going mages which was wow that is odd. yeah i i know it because like uh there was a brand with a recurve bow and a syndra with a large rod on the carousel mm-hmm. and i could have gone for either of them and i ended up getting the brand mm-hmm. but i never i never ever got the leblanc back so i had a leblanc <laughs> early on right and i didn't want to mess away. with some yeah exactly and i was never <laughs> able to get my six mages Right, wow. LeBlanc was literally the first character that I picked up on the carousel, <laughs> and uh, then I sold her for the item to put mm-hmm. on someone else. Because at that point, I didn't know if I was going Ocean Mages. Sure. And uh, then, uh, once this guy was like, "Is anyone going Mages?" I looked around, and I was like the only one that even had like a skeleton of it because I just happened <laughs> to pick up some flats. Yeah. And uh, uh, and I was never able to get to six, even though no one else was really competing. I got messed up by some summoner comps though Ooh. during that during that uh process so that didn't feel good either two rounds i lost more than 20 hp going from like yeah from both summoner players in that lobby brutal yeah i could beat light no problem i could be (laughs) you know literally anything else but Mm -hmm. i kept going up against the summoner player and a predator player really messed me up um, and I was never really able to get my Viker. I only got to level two. So mm-hmm. and then the items could have been better, but I was just shocked that I was the only one in the lobby. And mm-hmm. yet I was still 
unable to complete it. So I'm just done. I'm done with that comp. I'm never playing it again. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it took me so long to be able to play any sort of semblance of sorcerers back in set one. And mages are really, like, they're a little bit easier for me to play. But it's more like I'm playing oceans rather than I'm playing mages. I'm playing, like, ocean summoner or ocean mm. zed or ocean something. Or ocean and mage also happens to be in the comp. But ocean is what's really tying it together, not the mages themselves. Anytime yeah. I've tried to go like six mages or really focus on the mages, I've just had a bad time. <laughs> I'm doing something wrong, and especially since like Same. I'm so used to hyper rolling, right? And mm-hmm. I, I, you you can accomplish it that way, right? It's just mm-hmm. a little bit tougher with that particular comp, and so it's just kind of like forcing it, right? Just like yep. in a MOBA, if you like force a team fight because you're just getting antsy, mm-hmm. right? You're not gonna, you're probably gonna lose it. Same thing here. Like when you're like forcing a comp, it's like, oh my God, I have seven Vlads, yeah. right? <laughs> and I have no idea how to play it, but I have seven Vlads. <laughs> and this, I think it would be like an opinion piece uh, for a future episodes because we do have a lot to talk about today. Mm-hmm. But my question is like, hey, is it better <laughs> to like go mages at that point in time mm-hmm. or just sacrifice all of those lads and get something that's familiar to you? I think that's right. one of those questions of all time when it comes to esports, right? Yes. Do what's familiar or do what's good? Yep, that is definitely a good discussion to have on a different episode that's not the only patch episode we're going to have for four weeks. We'll be talking about that <laughs> as well. Um, but I actually brought up an interesting point about... Um, being so used to hyper rolling that like it i i've been so in the like i'm either hyper rolling predators or hyper rolling light or, or egg roll or uh something else where like i have it's kind of like warped how i do my economy in a bad way not, not in a good way where i'm like not hyper rolling because i'll get in these points where i'm like oh well I'm just going to roll down like 40 gold here. And then it's like, Oh wait, I don't want to do that. I just want to like, keep <laughs> I a good know. Economy. Right. Remember in set one when you had to be over 50 gold for like the majority yeah. of the game, right. Where you would just like put the extra gold over 15 to XP until you hit level seven. And then you'd start maybe use using it, but it was much more of like a hoarding type of situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially if you're like going some of those expensive comps. Uh, but now it's like, all right, the best units are all you know three costs and below right now bar a couple exceptions right that you need like to carry your games like right. you need this level three and so uh let's go ahead and spend your money it's, it's uh it's very the evolution of this game is very interesting in that way yeah and it's almost kind of swinging back the pendulum's kind of swinging back i mean it really depends on your style and also like what your uh mmr is playing um but I've been watching a lot of Raiditz and uh, Crowen lately, and they're obviously playing at the top, the top, top, top of the ladder. Mm-hmm. And everyone, as well as K3 Soju, everyone is like the whole game is revolving around either like a high roll, um, like hyper roll comp where you like you get it and you're the only one that does it, or more commonly, like someone gets to level eight really quickly and then gets a Z two or a singe two and just wins the game from there. Um, yeah. So like I've been lately just because I love, have loved hyper rolling since the onset of the game. Like the first time I saw Scara's video or it might not have even been a video, but like Scara talking about hyper rolling 
gunslingers, I'm like, okay, this is a really cool thing to be able to do. So I do it as much as I can. I'm like scouting out. Ooh, can I go? Can I go predators? Can I go light? Can I go egg roll? Can I go like? Can I go all in on mages and just roll for the Vlads and the Syndras? Um, mm-hmm. But when I'm not doing that, I'm like. Um, so I just wait here or <laughs> it's like I have gold I know, and I'm not rolling, right? but where I was like it's so like disciplined like, about it before. It's like when your friends leave you at a party, right? <laughs> you're, you're like, you're like at a party and then you like went and get a drink and then you don't know where your friends are. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're like, just like, um, I hope there's a dog here. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, what do I do? How do I traverse the situation? <laughs> Yeah, you're just like over in you're just like in the kitchen, like awkwardly, like looking yeah, like you're looking and, for something, even though you're not. Yeah. And then like for some reason you're like shoved in the middle of like the refrigerator in the corner. Right. And and now you're trapped yeah. by yourself. You're just um, there this, and... this actually happened to me once. I remember it was uh it was a party at my house. And it was at your house. Yeah, it was at my house. So I used to be a big party animal. I had like the best party house when I was a sophomore and junior uh, in college. And I went to party school. I went to CU Boulder. So we were we were involved. Mm-hmm. And um, I had a bunch of people. And just side note, I was a music major, and it's really funny because music majors don't really talk to anybody else. At least mm-hmm. at C at, at CU at the time. So like the living room was all of the music majors and then everywhere else was like all, all of the other people there were probably like 40 or 50 people and it was like too much wow. i was like really hot yeah and i was like trying to like leave and someone's like hey can you get me this and i was like okay yeah so i went into the kitchen and i turn around and i'm trapped right <laughs> like people are dancing their butts off and like i'm just sitting here with like a bunch of stuff in my hands and i'm like <laughs> i'm like a little inebriated and i just like my brain shuts off it's like just stay here <laughs> right like, you're good so, here like, now yeah exactly so like i don't like scurry through like the, the dancing in the kitchen right or you, you know or try to go the other way around or just stand there for like, <laughs> for like 10 minutes trying to figure out what to do with my mm-hmm. life and then literally someone's like chris and i like it, it was like when, <laughs> yeah i like came to and i realized i had been in one spot like mm-hmm. cowering in fear for 10 minutes but i think it was like a moment of like uh you know if you stand still no one can see you mm-hmm. type of situations like camouflage like hiding in plain sight in my own house it's like timo right yeah, and then and then he was like, "Chris," and I was like, "What? The cops are here!" And I was like, "God damn it!" <laughs> now I got to deal with this. And they want to uh, party. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just wasted ten minutes of my life. I can never get back. It might as well have not happened, right? I was I was nothing. Um, eyes glazed over everything. But yeah, sorry about that tangent. I thought it was a funny story, so I decided uh, it, to go it for is, it. It is quite funny. I don't remember how we got here, but uh, yes hyper rolling does feel like losing your mind at a party a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's like, I've forgotten how to actually econ correctly. So I've been trying to correct that and it's been a little rough for me. My, Mm. my ascend up through gold has been a little slower than I'd like it to be. But, uh, other than that, game night was obviously super fun. Again, make sure you guys always discard, discard the discord for that. Don't discard it, discord it. Um, and yeah, just uh, it'll definitely be a really good. It'll be a really good exercise for me to relearn econ, and then maybe, just maybe, I'll have both of them at a good point where I can actually like switch between hyper rolling and playing like a normal human. 
mm-hmm. seamlessly, but I have a feeling I'm just going to fail it both uh, for quite some time. Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually just brush it off or blame ourselves saying things like, I lost my mojo, or we avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a long day at work, or sorry honey, I'm just not feeling it. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about it with a real doctor who could prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED all from the comfort and privacy of your home. The doctor will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash BlueWire and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a doctor and take care of it. Just go to GetRoman.com slash BlueWire to get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com slash BlueWire for a free visit to get started. GetRoman.com slash BlueWire. Let's talk about some news here. We had a couple of tournaments going on this week. We had the Fandom uh, Fandom Legends Tournament, week number two. Um, we saw uh, Alan ZQ again taking down the Group A uh, by one point, actually, over Tabs, who I believe tied for first last week. So maybe Tabs and Alan ZQ kind of have this on. <laughs> <laughs> have, uh, the meta on lock right now uh, and really understanding uh, understanding where they need to be. That was for Group A. And then Group uh, Group B, Grand Vice, ended up taking it in first place uh, with Follow Jella uh, a couple points behind in second. But We've casted Grand Vice before, I think. I believe like- so. I believe um, in the OEL, if I remember. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember it was kind of like uh, he was playing spoiler on one of those rounds. Yes. Where or maybe was- it was It was either Grand- It was either OEL or it might have been Heroes Earth Fight Night. Might, either, either way, I remember being... I remember noticing Grand Vice being like, oh, man, this guy, one, he had bad luck, I think, for a couple of those games. Mm-hmm. And the game that he didn't, I think he was able to beat a Cat Kassassadin comp or something. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he was running that comp and mm-hmm. he got second or third. Uh, yes. This could all be a lie, but that's what I remember. I remember, that that, like ago, I remember but, that that happened. I don't remember if it was him or not. Yeah, we're like familiar with ago, the name, uh, in short. It's only like two months ago, but... Set one feels like it was uh, infinity years ago. I I don't even remember. Like, what is Draven? I don't remember that. I don't remember that unit. I remember I played that when I was a kid. Uh, <laughs> that's what it feels like. Um, which I mean, even though it feels like it's been so long, set two still feels great. Like another check in. Like we've been saying this week in and week out. Set two still feels great. Um, and they're improving it and they're changing it as we'll talk about in just a bit. But, um. The other thing about Grand Vice is he is another like top like front page uh NA ladder player as well cuz I I hear him he's in he's kind of like the Raiders and the Sphinx are like he's in all of those lobbies <laughs> like every time um that they come up The other event that we had was the League of Legends All-Star charity event 
Um, and I will post the link. They actually, um, tftbuilds.com actually has all of the uh, final um, lobbies, like what won, what didn't, what, what they had, all that good stuff. So I will post the links there. I didn't get a chance to watch a ton of All-Stars. Um, yeah, yeah, but it was cool. Like we saw again, it was, I think it was a little, I I did see some, it was a little bit more, it it wasn't as like goofy and wacky, I think as the, um, as the invitational that they had with the shoes and like the rise of the elements invitational, but it was still like, there was, I believe each team had like two players. There was like a league of legends pro and then a TFT pro that was like coaching them. I think, or at least that was part of it. Um, and overall, I mean, I, I think it was pretty good. From what I watched, it was pretty good. I didn't get a chance to check out the entire event. I hope that they post the video somewhere, if not just the VODs from uh, Twitch. But I will post all of the builds in the show notes, so you can check those out um, as well. One other thing that I forgot to put in the notes, but I wanted to mention... It was actually a tweet from a uh, from Riot about the state of competitive that was a little bit, I think, encouraging. Uh, here it is. Okay, this is from uh, LH uh, Faria, who is the global product lead for esports for Riot Games and League of Legends esports. Uh, he said uh, in a tweet, "Hey players and esports fans, how do you like TFT esports so far?" Uh, we committed to building a competitive scene, but we're still learning how to broadcast the game, iterating on ter- uh, how to broadcast the game, iterating on tournament format and overall competitive integrity. Would love to hear your thoughts. So this all kind of ties back into what we ranted about a few weeks ago about. <laughs> well, it sounds listening. like we have some thoughts. Yeah, uh, as a community is is mm-hmm. what my response to that was, and they're not. My thoughts aren't bad. Like I, I, I just want them to lean in on something. That's all. Yes, I want you them. Know, you, yeah. Go all in one way, and then go all in the other, and then make adjustments. <laughs> right, like right. and then meet in the middle. See where the. I've always like one of my big pieces of advice when it comes to like really anything. Right. Mm-hmm. When you're training for a marathon, when you're learning how to cast, when you're learning a new game, you have to push the limit sometimes, right? You have to know what max is, mm-hmm. right? You also have to know what zero is, right? Because uh, sometimes that's a lot harder to find. So you, you you have to get there. So sometimes you have to go to like a negative two and a twelve to know where a zero and ten is, right? And mm-hmm. I want them to do the twelve uh, with that entertainment side of things, yeah. like real bad, uh, just to see what that's <laughs> like. Right, yeah. and like, but every because something about Hearthstone that was always really cool is that it's at an inn, so you can have yes. these things at like a lounge and like have people in the background just mm-hmm. hanging out, maybe you know drinking some beverages, <laughs> getting trapped behind you know in a corner, and uh, <laughs> getting ditched by their friends knowing, and getting yeah, lost get in ditched kitchen. by their friends in their own house at the party you invited them to. <laughs> uh, but but the, uh, uh, the the other big thing is just like. I, I also want to see them go all in on the other side where it's just competitive, right? Mm-hmm. You go in, it's very esportsy with, you know, the two, the players all sitting around a table. We could do like a Knights at the Round Table type of situation. Uh, I don't know, but I just want them to go at a 12 on either side, if that makes sense. Yes, it does make sense. And I do think that they should go to the 12 on the, like, 
they've already started it. They, I think the best way for it to grow in general and just like in the mainstream is to go for that sort of casual, not casual, but that like what we've seen before with the, with the shoes, the invitational style, like go for the entertainment side, do that, leverage your streamers, the full nine and either go to a 12 on the competitive side and do the whole esports proper thing, or at the very least, and maybe even optimally, enable the other organizations and groups and communities to do the traditional esports side, the leagues or tournaments, tournaments and, and whatnot. Uh, give us spectator mode, please. Um, but like I know in other games or in some other games, it, the company is actually limiting what can happen with the IP. Uh, I'm not, I don't want to name anything here. It's going to get anyone in trouble, but there's certain companies that are, that limit the, the other tiers that of tournament play that can happen because they want control over it, but then they don't go all in on it. You need to do one or the other. In my opinion, you need to either fully enable, like give the keys to the Cadillac to the community, or if you're going to, taper that back like go all in on it yourself and drive your like drive the bus for everyone to be in um and i i we haven't really been given a reason to believe that anything that the negative of either either of those two things is going to happen from riot in fact we've been if anything we've gotten very encouraging news from them uh, on a lot of fronts but uh i think overall just like the at least some amount of transparency from someone at that level that's directly involved. Um, unlike the, I forget the title of the guy that we talked about from worlds, but he was like a C level guy that well, like wasn't directly involved with TFT that was making yeah. a broad strokes comment about it because he was mm -hmm. asked a question, which we had assumed exactly. Uh, I, I, yeah. Like we, we, we said that we were like, you know, this guy, probably has like talking points and mm -hmm. when you're C level basically what happens is like your staff before you get onto an interview whoever mm -hmm. your publicist is or mm -hmm. whoever is handling that will give you bullet points because they already know what questions are going to be asked mm -hmm. and it's pretty much like giving them cue cards and stuff like that and if you're mm -hmm. they're going off script then you just say i'm really excited for the future right. or we have a lot of things planned right right and uh i had assumed that that was the case and it seems like that might have been the truth hearing mm -hmm. uh hearing what they're talking about now because that was a little bit more the statement's a little bit more all-encompassing when it comes to competitive tft specifically mm -hmm. the 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 hardest part for me is i wonder where the money would come from for a competitive scene right because they were probably trying to do something with legends of runeterra as we speak Right, in terms of developing a competitive scene, because Hearthstone, sure. in my opinion, is ripe to be taken down. Yes. Uh, Battlegrounds has has kept some of the popularity up for now, but mm -hmm. I'm playing Battlegrounds not... I, I haven't bought a pack yet for the new expansion, because I don't want to, because I'm nope. just playing Battlegrounds. I just, right? bought, I just bought them with the gold. The only reason I was playing the game was to get enough gold to get 20 of the new packs so that I could have to get all three champs. choice of three. Yeah, yep, I exactly. Have, and I won't play, I won't do quests anymore because I don't care. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so 
TFT be, was, I think, an obvious surprise to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, every auto battler has been super successful on release so far for yeah. everyone who's tried, right? Uh, it was still a surprise. And so, where is that money coming from in terms of getting that in an esport? I don't know, right? Because they are 100% already doing it in Legends Rune Terra, 100% already thinking about it for Project A right and i mean just today someone from riot was asking where the tactical shooter uh, content creators are right for mm-hmm. project a to come up and uh, you know some overwatch people jumped on it some fortnite people jumped up on it and they're obviously already thinking about how to show this off but with mm-hmm. tft it was a uh, it's much more reactionary right it's right. oh it's community driven it's um we really love this game and want opportunities and so right now has to react as opposed to proactively install right. these things so that's i think with the biggest challenge when it comes to tft esports is it'll i feel like the hardest part is i might always feel like you're a little behind and running uphill but it seems like they're really trying to get it right at the same time and do what they can with it mm. we're really lucky that riot had a really good year Right, that they have the means to even do this kind of thing, and so uh, I think it's going to be a while before we know. But I, I do want to caveat that it might be moving slowly because of things completely outside of all of our control. Right, like they, mm-hmm. they need to get that budget approved and get it going, and then try these things out. And that's why I kind of want them to go all in on something. Right, spend yes. a spend a little pretty penny on something really really nice and see if people even want to watch it. Right, because one of the things that we'll talk about in opinion pieces one day too is the fact that the player base is like less than half of what it was in set one for set two, mm-hmm. and what that means for competitive TFT, what that means for TFT in the future. Right. right. Well, what I think is that they don't need Riot doesn't need to immediately put, you know, ten million dollars into the TFT Pro League. Um, what they can do is see what the community does with the esports proper side. Like they can put their money and their whatnot into their influencers and their entertainment product, which I think is a good idea. But for esports proper, like they can do, they can do one-off cups. They can do this, but they do need to prove the product and it needs to happen. I think in order for it mm-hmm. to be successful long-term, it needs to happen organically. LCS and you know league worlds didn't happen overnight right it we just hit the 10 year anniversary remember that <laughs> like uh back in back in the old days it wasn't league run tournaments like i remember playing in league of legends before season 1 and it was like so and so you know whatever org would run a turn like a land tournament or something and you'd show up and play it was years of that and riot over the years has seen that yes there's that hunger for this scene i see it you see it we see it because we're so in engrossed in the tft mm-hmm. community there's so many people that want this competitive scene um but we're also in a little bit of a bubble too, right? Like, uh, not Blizzard, Riot doesn't, like, they need, it needs to be scalable, right? And I think that you prove that out organically. Let the community run these tournaments. Let the, uh, let the orgs sprout up organically that need to do this. You don't need to have 
the like multi-million dollar machine running instantly for it to be a success. It's not going to be a success overnight. It shouldn't be. And if it is, uh, and it's just propped by money from Riot, that's where we start to see the boom bust and we see the bubble pop of you know, something that could have just been organic. I mean, we see that in other things. Like it, when a new game comes out and it's like, this new game, eSports ready, join the $10 million opening tournament. It's like, well, is this an eSport because people actually want to play it? Or is it an eSport because you spent $10 million as a prize pool, which is your marketing budget, to get people to play your game just because there's mm-hmm. that? And then the second tournament doesn't exist because nothing ever came of it. Yeah. You want yeah. the like you would you don't want that. What you want is like the other end of the spectrum is Smash Bros. Melee, where people are playing ten dollar tournaments in two thousand four in basements in SoCal. Like <laughs> you know, like you want somewhere in the middle of that, right? You want some money and some like interest and some publicity for it, not just people playing in the basement yeah. for uh for car fare, but you don't mm-hmm. want the like unnatural infusion of millions of dollars yeah i mean i don't really see them going super hard into it until it's out on mobile because that's gonna that's probably gonna boost player numbers quite a bit huge uh, just in general because of access right because i wonder how effective just the fact that battlegrounds is on mobile is and underlords Right. right, and since there's going to be cross-platform play between all of them, mm-hmm. that's like the next big check-in, right? If we want this community to be sustainable, we have to see that once it's on mobile, that it does increase those player numbers, right? It does give them an idea of the fact that this is growable in a mobile market mm-hmm. because that is like the untapped like oil in esports right oh, now absolutely. is mobile gaming, mm-hmm. right? Some people have started to try, but in China and in Korea, mobile gaming super, super popular. In India too. See, yeah, we don't see in it. South and that's America. a esport like India is like an esport market that is yes. gonna boom in like ten years maybe. Uh but right now we have to say, all right, this is going to be closer to a mobile game and we have to go towards those things like Clash Royale or Brawl Stars, mm-hmm. right? Or PUBG Mobile, Call of Duty Mobile. Yeah. And once it's out on mobile, how much more players do we have? And then after that influx, are there going to be enough good content creators and professionals to sustain this game even further to give them the opportunity to become professional players outside mm-hmm. of just entertainers, right? right. So the mobile release is super important so everyone listening make sure you download even though you're still the same player and it's not going to matter tell your <laughs> tell your friends to to try out this game because i really want one of the best things about hearthstone is you can go to a tavern hero qualifier mm-hmm. right or go to a special event put on by someone and and get uh, nimsy right yes. a, a special portrait maybe you get a special little legend by going to one of these mm-hmm. tournaments uh, would be cool. uh, which would be super, super cool to incentivize these group gatherings because since we're on mobile, we can do that, right? We yeah. can say, everyone go to this Starbucks and we're going to give every, you know, we're going to do a small little tournament. We're going to do custom lobbies with everyone here and everyone gets uh, this little legend and 5% mm-hmm. off at the Starbucks, right? That's yep. the type of stuff I want to start seeing next year. Yeah, I, I don't know any numbers uh specifically for hearthstone and it's a player base growing from mobile but from what i remember hearing so take this with a with a grain of salt uh it was astronomical the like players yeah growing. hearthstone made blizzard more money than any other game uh for like three years in a row yeah when, when it was like at its peak of popularity so mm-hmm. one microtransactions they work uh yeah <laughs> unfortunately 
recently. And uh, two, like that just, again, access is a huge deal when it comes to sustainability. Mm -hmm. And when we come out on mobile, everyone's going to have the most access we've ever had to this game. And it's going to, it's kind of like how console players in Overwatch can't compete against people. It's two different communities, mm -hmm. right? That's not the case here in TFT. So new professionals are going to be able to come. Yep. More people have cell phones than they do computers. Yep. Right. And we'll see. It's going to be a really exciting time and it's going to have a lot of growth. I expect it to go really well. Yeah, if if tournaments can be so, like plug and play for mobile, like pff, forget about forget about it. It's gonna be huge, right? Um, and I'm very excited about that because I want to play on mobile as well. I'm a huge mobile uh, mobile game and mobile esports uh, uh, proponent as well. But we have merely touched the tip of the iceberg with what we're gonna have on this show. We of course need to talk about the new patch, which is gonna be the meat and potatoes which we'll get to right after uh, this short break. Guys, if you are liking the show, please make sure you leave a review on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. If you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to us there, and you can subscribe to us and check us live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash theblevins. Of course, the home of all of our content is at discord.me slash littlelegendspodcast. Welcome back, everyone. From the break, we've still got a lot to talk about here. As we're getting a brand new patch for the first time in three weeks, ding. Hey. And speaking of, uh, but but don't, but good news, Boop. We yeah. won't. We will not be waiting three weeks for the next patch. So <laughs> that thumbs is, up there. I, I, I feel like Wait. I feel like there's a bamboozle coming up. Uh, because we'll be waiting four weeks. Ah, <laughs> uh, insane. That's almost one whole hand. <laughs> You needed, to be, you needed to be here at the break to understand that joke. Needed, That's the incentive. We already made three in-between-the-break jokes in this intro <laughs> to talking about patch 9.24. So you need to be here at twitch.tv for the live shows because they're great. Um, but yeah, we, got, we, we did get some new patch notes, which are coming out very soon. So let's just jump right into them because we've got... Uh, a lot let's of stuff. do it. Oh wait, actually, hold on. Let's talk about the other stuff that's not the patch notes that have to do with the patch notes first, because that is actually no. We'll save. Do we, I don't know. Do we want to do the do we want to do the taste tier list right now, or do we want to do where well, we? Well, put well, these it'll or... be like the it'll be the cherry on top. Okay, it'll Let, be let's the, do that very. Let's do that last because they all taste like cherry. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've got Team Fight Tactics patch nine point two four by Riot Beer Nana, and we will read the intro like we always do. Greetings, tacticians. The Soul Bound Senna and Lucian, along with a Mumu headline patch nine point two four. We're also giving a boost to some of the underperforming origins and classes. Our hope is that we uh, is that going deep into the compositions that allow that kind of investment, like Inferno, Light, Rangers, and Berserkers, are viable, even if not always optimal. Last but not least, we're decreasing the effectiveness of early hyper-rolling by reducing the scaling of several Tier 1 champions who are stronger than intended in the late game. We think there's more work to do here, but... There are clear outliers we're looking to hit immediately in this patch. Hey. Uh, let's get into it. Um, and before, actually, before 
I should mention this before, but before we jump into these patch notes, there's actually a brand new video from Heroes Hearth TV that kind of goes over some of these champions as well as the comps. That is uh, the best challenger comps, new champions, team fight tactics, patch 9.23 slash 9.24, which I mentioned specifically because uh, you guys should give it a listen. I'll put the link in the description, but there's a pretty good, uh, pretty good voiceover on it. I don't, I don't want to, I mean, I don't know who it is, but uh, I know that they sound pretty great and uh, are awesome. (laughs) Shut up. Shut up. I had to throw that in That's enough self-plugging for now. Hey, I don't know who it is. I didn't say it was me. All right, Wait, okay, do you cool. think it was me? It's a mystery. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right, Boop, you take these first ones. I got it. Thanks. Got it. Um, got it. We'll we'll go through this part quickly because yeah. we, we got super deep into the new characters uh-huh. a couple podcasts ago. So the new cell, cell bound, soul bound champions and a moo Soulbound. The first Soulbound champion to die will instead continue fighting as an untargetable spirit until all other Soulbound champions are dead. We're just going to read through this uh, yep. just, uh, as a sense of, hey, these are what these are. Set this up. is what it is. Tier 2, Origin Shadow, Class Soulbound, Ability, Piercing Darkness. Senna <laughs> fires a beam through her furthest ally, dealing 50, 100, 150 magic damage to enemies and buffing allies on hits for 5 seconds to deal 25, 45, 75 magic damage from Senna. Lucian, Tier 4. Origin Light, Class Soulbound, Ability, <laughs> The Culling, Lucian fires 10+. plus. Parentheses. Two X is attacks per second. End parentheses. Bullets in a direction over four seconds, each dealing 25, 30, 50% of his attack damage, applying on hits and dealing 40, 50, 100 additional magic damage. Amumu, tier five, origin Infermo, class warden, Infermo. ability cur- <laughs> curse of the sad mummy. Amumu explodes in all in an infernal tantrum, dealing 150, 250 leet magic damage mm-hmm. to all. Uh, enemies within two, three, four hexes and stunning them for two seconds. So if you guys want to talk, uh, if you want to hear about some strategies, I believe it was two podcasts ago that we yes. like really dive deep into Senna Lucian and whether a multi Senna Lucian comp might work. So if you want to hear us get really in depth on this particular team comp, go check out that podcast. But for today, yes. that's going to be it. Yes. Um, the only thing I'll add to that is that I've heard some early rumblings from players who've been playing on the PTR that say uh, Lucian Senna is closer to the broken side than the bad side. Um, had some people, I believe Eric Thomas was the one that was giving me the updates because he was playing on PTR, or sorry, PBE, uh, and was having some good success with Lucian and Senna. But yes, take a listen to those episodes uh, I think it was two episodes ago where we went deep into that. But we got some other updates here. The interface update, the updated level bar hovering over the buy XP tooltip now displays how much gold you need to hit your next level. QOL quality of life. These are the types of things like when you read bugs, you're like, you know, I wasn't really asking for this, but why wasn't already here? Right. Right? right, like, but the, yeah. I, I'm only reminded that this should have been here the whole time. Now that it's here, yes, right. But hashtag data, awesome. but ha- <laughs> it's just quality of life. Like, it's good, and it, it's it shows a lot that we didn't miss it. Like, we didn't know that we wanted it, and now we have it, and appreciate mm-hmm. it. It should have been here the whole time, guys. Yes. What are you doing? Uh, it, now uh, displays your current level and XP progress. Uh, now displays the drop rates for different tiers based on your level. It's like they added the Blitz app into this. 
Awesome. Uh, here's one that is a little bit controversial. Uh, they flipped the locations of the buy <laughs> EXP or the buy XP and refresh buttons. Uh, they did do a little post on why they made these changes. Long story short, it makes a little bit more sense, but they warn, like many of us uh, were thinking, that you're probably going to mess this up for a few games. Which, uh, <laughs> as long as as long so, as I didn't change the the keyboard hotkey, I'm fine. But like, this yeah. is going to screw people over. Oh, 100%. So if you're like into UI or something, the mm-hmm. UI is like a scientific thing. It's yep. uh, it's really, really cool because it's how people interact with your website or your phone or something mm-hmm. like this. So I can, I can speak directly to what I think they made this decision. It would have been weird to have level five and all that experience to be followed by the refresh button yes. and then experience again. Mm-hmm. So this way they have all the experience things together. And refresh, which is the outlier mm-hmm. in its own corner on the left. So it, You're it's gonna correct, by the way. Yeah, it, it's going to like be weird at first, but it's kind of like one of those things where sometimes the new Facebook interface was better. But we just it need was to always <laughs> better. That people complain <laughs> about the new Twitter, the new Facebook, the new everything every single time for exactly one week, and then you'd literally never hear about it again. Yeah, and this is gonna be the same. Thing, unless uh, you like throw a game because of it, which is going yeah. to happen to me, but not until like three weeks where it's not okay anymore. <laughs> where, like, oh, wait. Where, where it was a hundred percent my fault and not the game's <laughs> fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, as long as I didn't change the buttons on the hotkey, uh, the keyboard, I'm going to be fine because I've gotten yeah. used to using the keyboards. But if they change those, I just give up. Uh, yeah. But yeah, overall, I mean, just just great. Um, and and they did they did mention the really good point of. A change like this is always going to be bad, like at first, and it only yeah. gets worse the longer we wait. So let's just do it now, which is like, yeah, that's perfectly reasonable. I'm looking for something to poke a hole in, and that's just a reasonable. <laughs> that's just a good idea. Okay, so <laughs> next question, please. Um, but yeah, I'm uh, overall. I mean, that one's a little bit wonky, but it makes sense. The, the the reason that you just stated is exactly what they put in their reasoning, and uh, oh, it makes okay. sense. Yeah, no, it cool. literally is exactly what they said. Um, oh, that's awesome! I, I like legitimately didn't see that. Yeah. So, oh, good self check. That's a that's some good self affirmation there, Chris. Yep. I learned something. Yeah. Back in the day, then you sure did. Yeah, that was. I mean, it, it definitely makes sense, and they it's just like good quality of life. Like I'm really glad that they did that because yeah. I wasn't sure if they were going to put like the percentages because Mort has said yeah. on multiple occasions like they don't want it to be like league of spreadsheets or like league of clutter, and uh, I think they did they like the little the little yeah. picture like it looks good. They also so, moved the little lock button on the uh, to the other side, which is also um, another really cool UI thing. Here is I don't know if you noticed, but if you like it, w- once it's live, uh, you guys will see. But they put the level up symbol at the end of the experience line, so it like all lines up too. So that's like another reason why that looks and, and will end up feeling better because it's kind of directing you to the most yeah, important like, information. Bing, bing, bing. Yeah, exactly, and that's really important in UI. And uh, I, I like the change a lot. Sorry, I didn't mean to sidetrack this on the UI sense, but I think UI is like one of those fascinating things to me that I think mm-hmm. a lot of people take for granted. Yep. And uh, it's really, really hard to do. There are some people who are good at it. There are some people who are bad at it. I think these guys know what they're doing. I think we have examples of both of those on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you see our, our screen with our 18 million different thoughts. <laughs> We're the ones that are bad at it. No, 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 no. I'm the one that's bad at it. <laughs> and you're just negligent about correcting it. 
right? At this point, you just see it as a meme and, I'm, and embrace I'm complicit. it. Yes, yep. exactly. All right, Boob, let's talk about these other things. All right, traits. Berserker. Wait, six. no, we have, another, nope, we have one, one more wait, wait. UI no, Return to home and draft buttons. Oh, this is good. So for those of you who didn't know that if you pressed R at the carousel, it brought you back to your map. Uh, the home button appears when you're scouting on other players' boards, or the carousel can be used to quickly return to your home board. The carousel button takes you back to the carousel when looking anywhere else during the shared draft. So that's another thing that I know a lot of people have been asking for, and now yes. you'll be able to click on the button rather than having to figure out the keyboard shortcut for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's really good that that happened. Um, I've been wanting this for a while because it's like I forget what button I need to press, and it's like it's actually a very useful thing to be able to like cycle through very quickly without having to click around, mm-hmm. uh, especially during the carousel because there's some like pro things you can do where you can like you've got like a split second to like sell your thing off the carousel to get the item and the gold to get blah 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 uh it's all it's all it's all very pro guys you'll you'll get there someday um i'll also get there someday actually i probably won't but uh, (laughs) (laughs) all right boop take us through some traits too all right and i think the way that we do this is we'll like just do like four each and then just talk about what we think yep. got better yep. and what got worse yep. so we'll yep. give you the information yep. first and then we'll talk about it so the first one is going to be berserker six berserkers now additionally grant all berserkers plus 25 attack damage um cloud you know how much i love dodge but we're getting more of it dodge chance 15 20 30 percent to 20 to- <laughs> 25, 35%. I also did find another Yordle I liked. It's not in the game. It's Ziggs, though. Um, Electric. He's not in the game? Uh, uh, well, he's not in TFT. Oh, um, okay. Electric. Uh, damage. Was... 70 to 250 to 500 to 100, 300 to 500. And then last one I'll read here is Inferno. The effect triggers on spell damage goes to effect triggers on spell damage and critical strikes. So that's going to help uh, Diana, for example. Uh, be able to proc it a little bit more often. Uh, bonus damage, 80, 175 to 250 over five seconds to 70, 120 to 180 over four seconds. And then hexes that light on fire, 111 to 135. Yeah, we'll definitely be talking about that one. But first, we got a light uh, light change attack speed bonus is now going from 10, 20, 35 to 15, 25, 35. Ocean, the mana regen is going from 15, 35, 60 to 15, 30, 60. Uh, Ranger is now two Ranger is chance to activate bonus speed is going from 30% to 35 on four Ranger. It's going from 65 to 80%. And now there's a six, uh, six Ranger bonus, which I don't remember if it was in before. Maybe it was a uh, six Ranger bonus is now a hundred percent chance to activate a 2.5 X attack speed bonus, which Ooh. I, uh, I believe Mort confirmed does not, uh, that that puts you at max attack speed bonus, and you can't go over that with other things, at least not right now with this bonus. So you can't get like Rage Blade to get up to 2.5 and then also do this to have 5x. It just caps out at 2.5, uh, which you're doing pretty all right if you've got 2.5x attack speed. Uh, yeah, it's going to change some of the itemization options for Rangers too. Right, because uh, it's obvious that you want attack speed on them, but if you're going for you know the six, might be better to get some more damage items instead. We'll see. Absolutely. Um, 
Shadow here. Uh, they say, with the addition of Senna, we restructured the trait from 2-4 to 3-6 as she was making it too easy to access the top end. Uh, so it's now a 3-6 bonus. Uh, Shadow ch- champions gain bonus damage for four seconds. It resets when they participate in a takedown. At three, uh, three Shadows, it's plus 70% damage. And at six shadows, it is plus 140% damage and resets anytime a shadow gets a takedown. And then the summoner bonus uh, bonus duration and health has gone from 40%, 100% to 30%, 120%. So uh, I think Berserker is a nice, a nice uh, little buff here. Mm-hmm. I might not be enough still, but it could it could make them more viable in certain lobbies. I mean, twenty five attack yeah. damage is a good amount of attack damage. Sure, and it's twenty five times six, right? For each attack, is like you're getting six. Yeah, six separate plus twenty fives, and that's also spread to the the cone as well. Yep. So it's yep. actually and- a pretty big da- like the amount of actual raw damage put on the board is actually pretty big. Definitely going to try some Titanic Hydra on some of these Berserkers Ooh. to see if we can like doubly increase that AOE. Because one of my favorite things was uh, Titanic Hydra on Graves last time. Yes, match. yes. And it's it's like kind of like a similar feel. Mm-hmm. And uh, it would kind of, I mean, if you're able to get the cross going, then mm-hmm. it would be awesome for you. So we'll see how it goes, though. We'll, we'll, we, we shall see. With Rangers getting better, which yeah. would make um, a certain items a little bit better to... It could be, and these items I think are getting buff. Yeah, like Giant Slayer. We'll we'll see mm-hmm. how it goes. Yeah, Berserkers was already kind of like a tier one point five, tier point two, or not tier point two, tier tier one point five, tier two comp. I think um, in general, like the Olaf carry, it was pr- it's pretty counterable, um, but it still like. I, I call it like one of the noob slayer ones in that it always yeah. beats me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, it's a good, like I might not win, but I might get top four type of comp, right? When you right. get kind of pushed into the corner at a party, right? Yeah, exactly. Or, or you might win if your opponents don't realize that Morello and Amakon counters, uh, counters that Olaf pretty big, but I've had many a time where I'm less like, Oh, my Morello's on a, on a bad unit. Or my yeah. my damage reduction or my healing reductions on a bad unit, so the Olaf just is unkillable for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Cloud, I don't really think we're going to see too big of a difference here. It does slightly buff Cloud, but I mean, Cloud is one of those you're either getting it like by accident, um, or you're on a cloud map. You're on a cloud map with Kiana, and like you go Kiana Jana or Kiana. Um, Yasuo, maybe, but not really like anything too crazy with with Cloud. Um, but it's a little bit better, so that's I guess good. It, it, like, is one of those like they buffed Rangers a bunch, but there's also like a little bit of uh, like counterplay to it built into the Cloud buff. So, but I don't think anything too big. Yeah, I think like the the biggest the biggest things here are definitely Inferno. Yes. Uh, and ranger in, in terms yes. of the most changes i i love th- these ranger changes personally mm-hmm. because i think it just kind of within rangers gives you a little bit more big brain opportunity to try to work with it right because you can start build because since it's a 25 percent uh, 2.5 percent att- attack speed bonus uh, how are you going to build them 
right? Are you going to invest your rage blade early on when it's not going to really do anything a little bit later? We'll see. Mm -hmm. Is there only exactly six rangers? There's Ezreal, Ash, Ash. Twitch, Vayne, Vayne. uh, Kindred, and And Varus. Is there another one that we're forgetting? I don't think so. I don't think so. So you had to get literally all of them, but it's not impossible. I mean, the, like the, yeah. So if you were to run a six ranger comp, glacial would work like a glacial ranger, especially if you make someone else a ranger. I guess no, you could do. You can't make anyone else a ranger. I'm not uh, a glacial. glacial. Yeah. yeah, that's what I meant. Thanks yep. for thanks thanks for having my back, buddy. <laughs> um, my offended. Notice <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't call you brother because we're family. <laughs> See, people, you need to come to game nights and also listen to the live shows to get these jokes. Uh, or you're avoiding them on purpose so that you don't, you're not a part of these jokes. <laughs> yeah. And then let's talk about Inferno because yeah, I think Inferno's all the other, the other changes are all like just numbers changes and we'll see how that well, works. I, I, the only other ones I want to touch on are uh, Electric, which is getting buffed, and notably Zed which is one of the best units in the game, arguably, right now, is electric. So a soft buff to Zed. And also, um, no, Summoner's not really. Shadow has changed dramatically. Dramatically? Drastically? Dramatically is a word we made up on a different podcast. Um, and it seems it it's hard. It's going to be very hard to get six Shadow. It will involve a Lux or a Master Yi to get but it mm-hmm. feels like it, it's like super Imperials, right? You're getting actually more bonus damage than Imperials, and it's on six units. So it's it's Locked like and loaded. yeah, it's super Imperials. Now, are the units as good? At, are any of the units as good as Draven? Maybe, um, but I think it's like it is like they were talking about a high roll comp where you can go vertical and get all your shadows and like. When you get that Master Yi or the Lux, like you can actually go off, which is kind of cool. Um, and then, uh, yeah, o- Ocean, I think, was a nice nerf because it's just the four Ocean, which I think is the most common one and the one that was like fueling a lot of these endgame comps and like the Summoner comps and Zed specifically. Um, so good changes there. And um, yeah, Inferno is definitely the biggest one, I think, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're definitely gonna. I mean, they they obviously that too because of all, like Inferno got super changed. It wasn't just yeah. a regular change. Right. It wasn't just right. dramatic. It was super. Yeah. Uh, like super all of the dramatic. numbers. Uh, all of the numbers are different. And when they decrease the damage by what is that? Fifty five at level two. Mm-hmm. Did I do the math right, or is that NA math? Did. No, that's okay. Correct. Yeah, and. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. I don't know if you guys noticed, but I'm using my fingers. And then 70 <laughs> at level at, at level 3. That one means that Inferno is going to be easier to get. They also changed the fact that you can light multiple hexes now. And yes. so your, your Singe turning into an Inferno will be super good. And, and uh, because you can also turn a unit into an Inferno, they had to think about that. And mm-hmm. with that numbers decrease, they're obviously saying, hey, this is going to be good. Maybe they went too far one way, and then we see kind of like a hot fix buff in the middle of our four month break. But mm-hmm. uh, four week or four week break. <laughs> one month. Uh, break. Thanks, thanks, buddy. And um, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. But I'm excited to play some Infernos, especially since now we have a tank with a Moomoo. Yes. Um, the other the other notable thing here is that they do less. 
So the the bonus damage is less overall, but two things. You're doing it over four seconds instead of over five seconds. So you're doing more damage up front, less damage overall. And you're triggering off of crits now, so you're going to have that damage triggered more often. And the hexes stack on top of each other. So you can actually get a lot of triggers with especially with the expanding hexes. Like you can you can get some really fiery boards. Which I think is going to be really good. I didn't like the fire. <laughs> it was me. It was me. <laughs> you didn't light the fire, but I did. Um, I'll take the first one here with the tier one champion changes. Sounds uh, good. Rip egg roll comp. Uh, at tier <laughs> one, we had Ivern Shield go from 200, 350, 500 to 200, 300, 400. This is a straight-up nerf there for Ivern. Maokai, passive heal, going from 100-175 to 50 to 100-150-200. And then Renekton, spell healing, going from 150-250-350 to 150-225-300. So... Not not crazy crazy changes, just a little bit of a little bit of adjustments, which I think is is good. Like they all like the problem was all of them combined to this late game comp when they're tier three to be really really good. If you turn the them utility, all down a little yeah. bit, yeah, you turn them all down a little bit, and all of a sudden their sum is much less. Oh, okay, all right, I. I I've always been a, a preacher of if you just go towards utility, you'll probably find a really broken comp, right? Mm-hmm. Because none of this is damage. If, if you like think about it, right? The shield value, the passive heal, and the spell healing, none of that is affecting their damage. It's mm-hmm. just their utility, either for themselves or for the rest of the team. And it mm-hmm. goes to show that damage isn't everything, right? You could do right. a ton of damage and still suck. Right True. for all those uh, you know players in League of Legends, that's like I have thirteen kills, but you also die twelve times. Right, right, and so it's better than my KDA. <laughs> yeah, this is. Uh, <laughs> I, I saw you playing some Mundo last night. I was. Wait, how did you see that? Can I you see what rates. champions you're they're playing and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you hover over, it'll show. Oh, okay. I was like, was I, st- was I streaming uh, by accident? Yeah, damage oh, isn't everything, and <laughs> this this particular comp proves that. So when mm. you're doing your theory crafting, don't just think about how am I going to output the most damage. It's how am I going to have the complete package, right? Which characters mm-hmm. are going to protect? Which characters will attack? He attack, he protect, and he mm-hmm. love. Um, yeah. Tier 2, go for it, man. Uh, well, Renekton, yeah, the last thing I wanted to say about Renekton is that his damage output is decent, but it's not, he's not one-shotting everything, and that wasn't the problem. The problem was that he healed a bunch, and you couldn't kill him because he had magic resist with the Dragon's Claw and crit dodging with Phantom Dancer. That was like the, 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 the build that you would go for, and also we'll talk about Phantom Dancer nerf, uh, in a bit, but... The little bit of Renekton healing drop is 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 going to be significant for him, but we'll probably keep him still relevant. So it's good that they, you know, they kept these units relevant still. They're just not like de facto amazing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'll grab the tier twos, and then you can do the you can do the rest of them. Nico uh, attack range has been increased from two hexes to three hexes, and Yasuo attack damage has increased from fifty five to sixty. So, um, yeah, negligible, negligible. Yes, correct. Um, it's interesting because Nico is also part of that woodland druid 
package uh, of Ivern and Maokai, but Nico is a two-cost unit, so not as easy to three-star, of course, as the Ivern and Maokai, and also really commits you to Woodland Druids because there's no mm-hmm. other synergies there. So, like, you can you can three-star your Ivern, Maokai, and Nico, and still ha- probably have a pretty decent comp, uh, or at least a, a pretty decent core uh, of a comp but it's not a top one comp i don't think a lot and it's going to be harder because that nico is is not providing you any like that puts you nowhere closer to any other comp right we've yeah. talked about that before and yasuo is just a, a little a little nudge towards uh, maybe a little more playability because i think he's he's just in an awkward spot i feel like he does like he's like using a pool noodle or something when he attacks like i just don't feel like he does any damage and yeah. so maybe like five extra damage will help uh and uh, this just reminds me you asked me way it seems like yesterday but earlier in the show uh, how my week went so mm-hmm. i played against a guy who made his nico a mage and put him in a six mage comp mm-hmm. and had a jeweled gauntlet and a rabidons mm-hmm. on him mm-hmm. and oh lordy he won that lobby that was the that was the bit so I don't want to take any credit because this was mostly Professor TFT's idea, but we kind of came up with egg roll before egg roll. We just did it wrong. We <laughs> we were doing egg roll, but no, no renectin. It was just the woodland druid hyper roll, but it was for mages. It was to push into mages instead of into assassins, which ended up being mm-hmm. much worse. But yeah, that was the same thing. It also relied on getting a <laughs> a uh, mage item for the Nico, uh, which also didn't end up working. But we, I, I think we inspired it. Uh, all right. It's all you, man. Thanks. Thanks for egg roll. I appreciate yeah, it. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sponsor us, uh, Pan Express, please. Tier three, uh, Aatrox total mana going from 85 to 70. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah. Sivir attack damage, 50 to 55. That's actually a pretty big deal because mm-hmm. that's going to also be for her AOE. Mm-hmm. Uh, Soraka attack range, two to three hexes. So she's going to be a lot yes, safer. Give me my And Soraka attack speed. Are you ready for this big buff? 0.65 to 0.7 guys so a big 0.05 buff on that attack speed uh cheers in bemi is what i have to say about that yep, yep. <laughs> I, I, I thought of bemi too they're gonna be super excited wait bemi too like the upgraded version of bemi like you collected three bemis and now you have bemi too <laughs> <laughs> I wish Just I wait had until I tier too. three the Bemi. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Dude can dance. I don't know why I have That's to bring true. that up every time I I think about Bemi. Bemi but he's like, or they're like amazing. Yeah. Bemi, yes, yeah, so you should definitely check out uh, Bemi's channel. We we need to we need to make the the Bemi dance channel in Discord so that they can post uh, dance videos because they are amazing. Um, yep. But yes, uh, tier four. All good stuff. Yeah, go go for it. Yeah. Go for it. Annie Tibber's health going from twenty two hundred to two thousand. Stupid Annie, bear. Annie Tibber's armor going from forty to thirty. That's a pretty big nerf. Brandability yeah. damage, uh, two fifty three twenty five to four hundred to two twenty five three hundred to six hundred. So increase in damage at the top tier, but decrease on the first two. Malphite ability damage going from 125, 200, 275 to 150, 300, 1000. So if you've been waiting to play Mage Malphite, this is it. Wowie! York (laughs) Ghoul Health going from 600, 1000 to 1400 to 600, 1000 to 2000. So negligible unless you three-star that York. That's a tough one. Three-star Malphite, 1k damage! Forever unclean! 
<laughs> get uh, that Rabidons on him. Get that oh Jewel Gauntlet God. on him. He's going to be doing a ton of damage. Because like the thing about that that's kind of exciting for me uh, is the fact that I mean it's a it's a cancer build, but AP Malphite <laughs> is God. is a thing. Oh, like that League is a real Legends? build in League of Legends. It's like an assassin type of build, right? You just oh, go wow. in, you ult, you slam, you cheese wheel. Most of the team is dead. And since it's also CC'd, you might be dead, but the rest of your team should be able to follow it <laughs> up because you're not going to be super tanky. And so there's two different ways. You have armor scaling Malphite, where mm-hmm. you build them super tanky, and actually AP Malphite, which is more meta right now. Really? And so it's giving, I think, the opportunity to do that in TFT, which I love that kind of interaction between the regular mm-hmm. game uh, because 100 more damage, 300 ability damage isn't nothing to scoff at like you can work with that and since it's aoe and guaranteed right uh, i can definitely see the the like at least just a morellos right like going on that malphite uh and doing good damage but also applying a lot Mm -hmm. of that debuff well because malphite like mountain does not really scale into late game it's very good early but it's hard to get a malphite early and warden is kind of an afterthought in general uh malphite it's like a it's a it's a tightrope of whether you want to actually keep the malphite in the late game he is good he kind of feels almost like a a chogath in set one where it's like his ability is good and even if you're not running void or brawlers doesn't really matter that much he he feels a lot like chogath in that uh in that sense and we've seen and his ability also acts a lot like chogaths We've seen the highs and the lows of Cho'Gath, and this is certainly pushing him towards that high. I'm a little bit scared about this one, honestly. Um, I mean, the, the obviously the Tier 3 Malphite is going to evaporate a team, but even the Tier 2 is just good like it's just solid it's like now if you have him in the comp like i think you're going to keep him into like like you're going to favor leveling up to add your other unit for your other synergy rather than selling the malphite to replace him i think you're like more than happy to keep him now which i think is probably what they intended it's just like man he he seems like he could be scary hmm Indubitably. <laughs> Indubitably, yes. I now want to get the tier three Malphite as well. I want to see yeah, just well, how much damage. We'll see how it goes. Someone, I'm looking forward to you, uh, your video on it. Here, Yeah, I, I, here's my build. Here's my, I'm, I'm putting out an official uh, 9.24 um, build board, uh, TFT comp build board uh, in the Discord here for uh, a tier three Malphite with two death caps and uh what else and and some other ap adding item i don't know what it is like anything morellos Morellos gauntlet oh and a jeweled gauntlet there it is it's it's two death caps and a jeweled gauntlet that's what it is i want to see the tier three malphite with two death caps and a jeweled gauntlet (laughs) i want to see a whole team evaporate there's my build there's my uh, so what if just gonna put this out here, right? Who or has mage, like, or a mage item? We're with six mages. Your choice. Who has like the big AOE ult, right? You've got does, a Mumu does now a Mumu, right? Because could you maybe like AOE like, build, stun alts or AOE or just, just like AOE ult? I mean, Tarek technically has an AOE ult. Because could you build a comp that's all about just like stacking AOE ult, right? Like you got the Malphite in there, then the Amumu goes in. They're both wardens, 
right? So you could definitely put both wardens in there. I don't think you're upset if you have a Mumu and Malphite in your comp. I think you're, in fact, very happy to yeah, have both Nautilus would be Nautilus would be in there, too. Like, it would literally delete whoever Nautilus ults, right? Mm -hmm. Um who else would be in there? Oh, Scion. That could be another one that you could add on. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. I'm going to try it out. Add on the Scion. So there's my there's my build bounty. Um, I don't know. I'll uh, I'll give out a free mystery emote or whatever I can actually gift before I get to level <laughs> freaking 15 in the league client. I'll, I'll, you'll get something. Oh, that's why you were playing Moon Death. Yes, that's uh, why I'm playing League is because I'm only level 12 and I'm Moon doing Moon. the like basic level up yeah. your account quests right now. I'm, I'm literally just playing against the computer. Uh, <laughs> well, enough about Malphite. Yes. A little bit more about Annie. These nerfs are definitely yeah. along with those Inferno nerfs, mm -hmm. right? Because Tibbers was going to last forever, and Tibbers is just another character on the field, right? And was putting out a ton of damage, and now it's going to be less so, uh, because he's going to be squishier, but mm -hmm. also... Uh, a little just squishier in general Not, yeah. it's a, a health and armor nerf is yeah. a is a big deal i'm glad annie is one of the most annoying characters to play against in my opinion she puts on the stupid bear then everything focuses that stupid bear and then you kill the bear it goes to something else and she puts out another one it's just like come on dude i don't want to play against a stupid annie anymore so i'm glad screw annie screw tibbers um and, and screw with, you. And screw you too. Uh, and screw <laughs> Mewtwo. Um, <laughs> but name money. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the 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 Inferno. I got to correct you there. The Inferno burfs uh, definitely yep. needed. Probably needed to uh, tweak. I'm excited. A little bit. I'm excited to see more Inferno. Like Same. that's like just a comp that I think deserves to be in the game. Feels good and standard. Right and just needed that tank, and now yep. we have it. And, and it, it's a reach because you gotta you gotta get to that level to get a Moo. Mm -hmm. All right, tier five, Tarek total mana. I think this is like the fourth buff in a row for Tarek. Yes, going from one fifty to one twenty five. I believe it was one seventy five to one fifty last time. Yep. Basically, he's just not getting his ult off, even as Crystal. Mm -hmm. um, singed ability damage two hundred, four hundred, two thousand to one fifty, three hundred, two thousand. I wonder. If that is for like uh, an singed made into an infernal, but that's a lot of damage taken, taken it, it down. I think it's partly that, and also partly he has a, He's a, a strong the other pillar of the meta right now, along with Zed. Yep. Um, yep, exactly. Yep. And then Lux tier. Lux should be a champion that makes you at least consider pivoting to accommodate her, even if she isn't currently a part of your game plan. These boosts should push her in that direction. So Lux total mana, 85 to 80. Lux ability damage from 500, 800 to infinite, going into 600, 900 to infinite. So it's 100 damage on all uh, tier 1 and tier 2 mm -hmm. uh, extra. Plus, you're going to ult a little earlier, so you might be able to get those resets mm -hmm. a little faster and we'll see i like lux being very good um for a couple of reasons uh a she costs seven gold which is is nothing to scoff at and b like you can get a lux but you don't always get the perfect one like if you get that like i guess woodland lux <laughs> is kind of interesting yeah but like if you get like steel uh, steel lux is also kind of interesting 
Actually, all Luxes are good. But like you, you get the one that's not perfect, like Electric Lux or something, and you're not running any electrics. It's like, okay, uh, this is just like you want it to just be a decent unit. Like I feel like they want you to pick the Lux no matter what one it is or at least heavily consider it, which is pretty much yeah. exactly what they said. And this pushes us towards that. I don't want it to be like super, super powerful no matter what one you get and no matter what rank it is because – if like you just spike the lux early, it's like, oh well, I got this super powerful unit. GG, I got lucky and got it. It's like, okay, well, all right, I guess. Um, now you at least like you're pushed a little bit more towards that, but it's not so far that like you feel like you have to run the lux in that, and you'd also don't feel like it's just like game over if you get it. Yep. All right, we're coming to the end here as we go into the items. Uh, as alluded to earlier, Phantom Dancer has n- been changed. It now only uh, negates the bonus damage from critical strikes rather than dodging the attack, the attack entirely. Uh, and note, note here that the change will not be reflected in the Phantom Dancer tooltip until patch 10.1, which is the next patch uh, after this one. So it is being changed, but the tooltip will not reflect that just as a... Uh, a technical issue or, or what have you. Uh, they've reduced the likelihood of class items appearing on Dragon. I like that a lot because it yeah, either same. feels really, really good, like too good. Oh, it's my sixth light. Yeah, it's my sixth light or my ninth light or whatever. Um, yeah. Or it's like, oh, well, I guess I have one Inferno now. And my opponent got a Phantom Dancer. Great. Uh, they uh, also re-enabled a bunch of item drops from Dragon Rift Herald again. Now, only Thieves Gloves, Force of Nature, and Titanic Hydra will not drop. Now, interesting thing here that Mort actually mentioned on his stream is there's two reasons that Titanic Hydra doesn't drop. One is that Titanic Hydra is kind of a niche item. It's not super great. You probably don't really want it anyway. It's it's only it's not an item you're super, super happy to get. And the other reason is that according to Mort, the Titanic Hydra on the dragon would evaporate your team. <laughs> oh, so much HP. Yeah, so much HP and yeah. also like spreading it. It's like, okay, the dragon usually like kills like one or two units and then you, you focus it down. But if it's like uh-huh. it kills, it does extra damage. So it actually does more damage and it's attacking more targets. Yeah, it would evaporate the team. So that was kind of a funny one. And the last one here is that Giant Slayer's damage has been increased from 8% up to 9%. So still we yearn for the days of the old giant slayer where it did true damage and did even more i think i actually don't remember what the numbers were um but it did it no it did true damage and it also did percentage of total health not remaining health but giant slayer needed a buff and you know giant slayer on top of the giant slayer buff on top of the ranger buffs should actually put both of them into an interesting position i haven't wanted to build a giant slayer in a long time and now i feel like we can actually get to a point where it would be reasonable so mm-hmm. um i like it i like, I like it too i think this is a good patch very very good patch the phantom dancer one this is a really really elegant and good change for phantom dancer because they like they've talked about before, they don't want to really, they've changed the philosophy of like having hard counters uh, to soft counters. This makes it, Phantom Dancer feel more like a soft counter to um, assassins, 
rather than just like, oh, well, I have an infinity edge and now I literally can't even damage you. It's like now, OK, I can damage you slowly and maybe I still don't kill you, but I can at least do mm-hmm. something. I at least have yep. a chance now. Um, I'm in this. Or I at least right? think uh, I have a chance. <laughs> it, it's it's way more interactive and fun and interactive yes. is the name of the game when it comes to all game balance. Right. Absolutely. If it's not fun. It's got to be interactive, right? And then you you can make an excuse to put it in there. Oh, you know, this particular mm-hmm. thing doesn't feel fun, but it's necessary to balance the game, right? Yep. If it's inter- not interactive, you want it to be fun, right? But the medium is you got to try to find things that are both fun and interactive. Mm-hmm. And that's the gold standard. Um, can I read you my favorite bug fix? You sure can. Fixed a bug where every Lux except Light had 10 more base AD than intended. <laughs> Um, nice. And then at number two is fixed a bug where you could get double health from Earth Hexes. Awesome. That's amazing. Yep. Uh, yep. I'll pick one that is a little bit more serious, but is uh, is is still good nonetheless. Uh, they fixed a ranked bug where getting zero LP for a fourth place finish would result in a demotion. Getting fourth place will now always grant at least one LP. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right, so now, so now, quickly, Blev. Yes. Can we move on to the tier list? Oh, we absolutely can. Okay, so we have brand new Little Legends, yeah. and that is one of the most important things to know. Uh, these are actually not really my aesthetic. If you're into like steampunk and that kind of aesthetic, that's something that you'll you'll probably really really like these. I could definitely see the what is it? The Croggle? Is that what it's called? I will have to double check the names on them. I posted it here. It okay. is the. I posted it in general. Here we go. Talker, which is the bird. Craggle, mm-hmm. I was right, which is the thing in the front, and the Flutterbug, which is like the little stone sentry. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we have a running joke of which little legend tastes the best. And I have mm-hmm. to say, these little legends rank. D tier and below. D One, and F tier. These look like they yep, don't taste These are good D at and all. F. No, because two of them look like they're straight stone. Yeah. And stone uh, one of them, metal. yeah, one of them has like what I seem to view as glasses mm-hmm. and is like a little, is a little too, I don't know, like me. I don't know. <laughs> okay. uh, I, to eat. I want to think a little bit outside of the box here. Okay. Or, okay. or rather, a little bit more stupidly, uh, okay. like a little kid. So let's 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 do this. So, if we're going by what they probably are actually made of in the lore, sure, these aren't going to taste good at all. Like I'm not eating yeah. rocks, but rock candy could be could be sweet. Oh he yeah, be we added like, a little. It could be like, to the crackle. Yeah, he could be like. I mean, we need to see the color variations. He could be like a different type of rock candy or chocolate, maybe. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. still like think he rates chocolate. Low. Yeah, like yeah. the chocolate bunnies at Easter. Right. Well, I was thinking the uh, the talker. Like he's just a wonder ball. You crack him open, and who knows what's inside? Oh, I didn't even think about that. You crack that. him open, and he there's like little like a... sour treats inside. <laughs> yeah, he could be like a Kinder Egg. Yes, he's a Kinder Egg, and we yeah, will be totally. eaten as such. Yep, uh, which yep. means the best tasting thing about oh, him okay. is the toy inside. So still pretty low tier. Yeah, you know, could be C tier though, because could, you know, food yeah. is about experience. Yes, as absolutely. Well, right? He does look like he'd be fun to crack open and eat and eat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And all then, right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna move Talker to C tier. Yeah. But Crackle and Flutterbug are gonna, gonna remain F tier. Well, Flutterbug, a couple of things here. Either, I mean, we could go. I mean, not our American culture, but in some cultures, insects are are 
quite a normal part of the diet. Yeah, not yeah, for I just me. Just looking at this guy, you know, or girl, right, or thing. I just. <laughs> oh my god, I'm going to say it again. Um, he looks really unhappy, so I don't feel like he's. Oh take my god. Back. <laughs> Right, look uh, how happy the talker looks. Talker will taste better because of talker. <laughs> I think if I'm looking abstractly at the Flutterbug, that's a like strong grape or raspberry flavor, which I'm in favor of. Oh, I hate I hate red flavored things. Cherry, well, raspberry. Kind of, I, I, oh, you don't like raspberry? Uh, raspberry mm. is. I think, well, hold on. He's not really red, though. It's more of like a purple, like a, a, a like fuchsia. Yeah, it's like a, so like a bubblegum flavor. Oh, bubble gu- could be bubblegum. A little bit darker but than like, bubblegum. Could be blackberry or marionberry. Like it could be Pepto-Bismol. Oh, yeah. Like uh, the yeah. Um, Canadian, what are they called? Canadian mints? Those pink <laughs> things? That the, yeah, yeah, just yeah. Pepto-Bismol flavored, but aren't Pepto-Bismol? Yep. Actually, I don't yep. know that they're not Pepto Bismol. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, so that's our in-depth analysis. Long story short, uh, yeah, we're gonna best. we're gonna do this every time they come out with new ones. Yeah. Just so you know, uh, I'm gonna try to like make a, a tier list on the plane yeah, tomorrow. We'll, yes, good good call. Share it with yeah. me, and we'll we'll keep it updated, and we'll post it for you guys in the Discord, Discord media slash Little Legends podcast to give us your input on it. Um, but yeah, long story short, if we're being generous, we have maybe one C tier. Everything else is is trash tier. For <laughs> taste, for for for. By the way, for the taste of these little legends. <laughs> um, also, like I mean, we just had the argue in my opinion the best little legends that have come out yet star guardian yeah. ones are really good but the louis vuitton uh collab ones i mean mwah, give me my kiki all day uh <laughs> kiki yeah, no, not, a, i said i wouldn't sing anymore uh <laughs> there's a there's a song you do the kiki you do the kiki you do the kiki there's also the drake song about kiki, oh, kiki do you love me yeah that, that's what i was I was I was alluding to doing earlier, um, but then I said I wouldn't sing because that just leads to people unsubscribing. <laughs> but uh, I think oh we have one we have uh, one more thing as we are running out of time we will get to builds uh, we'll get to some more builds next week we uh, are oh wow we're 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 uh, close coming in on two hours on this one so uh we're gonna end the show here with a brand new itunes review from karan w or is that karen no that's not could karen. be karen could be karen could be karan uh, but it's a five-star review titled great show love the blend of informational content and can casual conversation content keep up the good work thank you karan or Karen, whomever you are, we really do appreciate it. We do, really do appreciate all of the reviews uh, on Spite, uh, not Spytunes, on Spy Kids 2 Game Over, on Sp- <laughs> Spotify and iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts. Please do leave a review. We will read it out loud on the show. Everything really do, it does matter. And for all, for the brand new people who randomly came in earlier today, Wherever you came from, let us know because it's driving me crazy. We just got like a huge infusion of downloads specifically today before we recorded the show from from last episode, which is aw- which is weird for the like 
the the pattern of downloads for the week. So if mm-hmm. you're brand new and you downloaded specifically on Tuesday, let us know in the Discord, Discord.me Social Legends Podcast. But get, boop! That's it. We got That's the show. It. This is our last that was a, uh, that was patch. A quick two hours. It was, a, it was a quick two hours. Our last patch show for a month. Um, we are going to be. We've got some stuff lined up in in the pipeline, Boop, for some interviews. We're bringing back the interviews now that we're not going to have pre-built, ready-to-go patch shows. We got some pretty great interviews lined up. So keep. Uh, stay tuned for those on Twitter at LIL Legends Pod and the Discord, which I've spammed multiple times. But if you forgot, Discord.me social Legends Podcast. Boop, where can people find you on the internet in the meantime? At Boopasaurus Rex on Twitter.com. Also, uh, ChristianMingle.com. Wait. <laughs> wait. Wait. <laughs> wrong, wrong, wrong podcast. Wrong. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Uh, wait. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't know what I didn't know where I was going to go with that. Uh, so I just left it. Uh, am I offended? <laughs> am uh, I offended? <laughs> uh, you can find me at the underscore Blevins on Twitter. You can find all of the show stuff on the Discord, which I won't bore you with the details of again. Guys, remember you can uh, support the show patreon.com legends podcast as well and for those listening make sure you do head over to the discord because we do have that giveaway it has started right now go to the giveaway channel hit the little party popper you will be entered automatically and the bot will tell us who wins uh, at the beginning of game night on Friday where we will be playing and having jolly good times and all that stuff but that's it guys thank you everyone for listening I'm putting my hands up for some reason that's what I do at the end of shows now thank you everyone for listening for Boop I'm the Blevins and we will talk to you guys about some more TFT next week see ya whether you're a world class athlete or a podcaster like me we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.